Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Hello, ladies. So glad that you're joining us for this podcast together. I am sitting at a friend's kitchen table with my friend Kimberly Needham, and I invite you, wherever you are, to just feel like you're pulling up a chair to the table with us, and we're just going to have a conversation together as sisters in the Lord So make yourselves comfortable and enjoy this time together. Today, we are going to talk about prayer and how to pray the Word over yourself, over your families, and the impact that that can have. So I just want to introduce my friend, Kimberly Needham. She is here with us today. Kimberly is a wife, a mom, and a grandma, Mm -hmm. and she is excellent at all three of those things. Uh, She's just a beautiful lady, a person in the Lord, and I I met her several years ago (laughs) and have known from early on that she is just a prayer warrior. She loves the Lord and has just devoted her life to serving Him and helping others to follow Him as well. And so um, when I say that she knows uh, something or can share some wisdom with us about prayer. I've seen that evidenced in her life, and I'm just honored and thrilled that she can be here with us today. So um, we are going to talk a lot about what I call the morning prayer, and we'll kind of get into the story of that and unfold it as we go, but I just want to give some background for you as the listener so you can kind of understand where we're coming from. Uh, when my our kids were younger and in elementary school, uh, we made a switch to Victory Life Academy. That's where I first met Kimberly yes. and her family. Her husband was the administrator at that time. And my kids began to learn what I call the morning prayer. Every morning before class, they would say this prayer together as a class. And it is just scripture after scripture after scripture. It was so rich, and I loved it because they were they were praying truths into their lives, but they were also hiding the Word of God in their hearts. And I came to learn through the years that Kimberly is the one that kind of put this prayer all together for her own children. Yes. So it's beautiful how it's evolved and has been used in many, many places. We'll get to that. But I just I just wanted to give you that background and um, just give Kimberly a chance to kind of tell us the story of how that prayer started and kind of bring us up to where we are today. Thank you. Wow, what an introduction. (laughs) I am so honored. I'm so honored to even have the opportunity to share this with you. Um, I never could imagine what the Lord would do with this, Mm. and I'm so blessed. Mm. He does exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. Yes, He does. Um, If I could just jump right in, um, I would just say that 
you know, you sent me a, a, some questions to kind of make me really think about things. And, and of course, they were, sure. it didn't take long for me to, <laughs> to remember. Um, if, if I was to say where the morning prayer came from, um, it started from the very beginning of um, my marriage. Mm. Um, uh, I, was a, I was 19 and my husband was 22 when we married. And um, we both had had lives before that were not good and we were not serving the Lord. And um, both of us, through a series of events, um, I rededicated my life to the Lord, and my husband come. You know, he b- became born again. We met, and God supernaturally put us together. Mm. And we both, in our hearts, had given given our lives to the Lord, and we we just said, "God, whatever you have for us." Well, we really didn't know that it was going to be each other. We were just friends. It's kind of a long story. That's a whole other podcast. But <laughs> anyway, um, bottom line is is um, I can remember being married a month mm-hmm. and sitting on my couch going, oh, my God, how do I do this? Yeah. How do I be mm. a wife that God's called me to be? And... Um, Sometime I'll be a mother, and I, I'm terrified. I don't know how to do it. I, I've watched a lot of people do it, and, and it just seems like, you know, nobody really knows the answer. Right. And I, um, I remember my husband bringing home a book. He brought home a book, and he said, I felt led to buy this book, he said, because we need to learn how to pray. We don't know how to pray. And so he said, I'm going to read it first, then you can read it. I said, okay. So bless his heart. He's, you know, young, married, <laughs> trying to make a living, busy. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the book sits on the counter, and um, I finally just said, forget it. I'm picking it up. <laughs> so I picked it up, and it was um, a little yellow book called Prayers That Avail Much. And um, it was by Jerome Copeland. Yes. And she has a... That book has been my second Bible since that day. I've been married for 36 years coming this coming October, and um, I just picked the book up, and I asked the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me into all truth. Amen. And I began to learn how to pray the Word of God. And I realized that as I began to pray the Word, it got in my heart. And I began to see changes. Mm. And I'd never in my life prayed and anything ever happened. I think that my prayers were always just begging God for things. But, you know, the Bible says in 1 John that we have this confidence that if we ask anything according to His will, we know He hears us. That's right. And we know we have the petitions that we ask of Him. And God showed me that if I would pray His word over my marriage, Mm. that He would bring those things to pass. And He just taught me such a a message of grace in my Mm. life to realize that it was nothing I could do. It would be all His word. And um, we hadn't been married 
but one month, and and I found out I was pregnant. I conceived very quickly after a marriage, and that scared me even worse. And so I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to pick up that book, and I'm going to pray mm-hmm. over my children. And um, that's what I did. I began to pray the word over my kids, and, and uh, I just realized it taught me. It gave me a love for the word, and it, it, it just taught me that the answer is Jesus. Yes. You know, the Bible says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with us. And I knew that that Word was Jesus, and I knew that's what I needed. And um, if you're hungry to know the Word better, Begin to just pick it up and pray it. It's so important to speak it out loud because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And as you hear yourself speak it, it builds faith in your heart and you begin to believe it and you see things change around you. And I begin to witness the Word of God actually working. And I was like, oh, wow, this (laughs) really works. So... As a young mother, the one thing I wanted for my children was not to fail in life. I wanted success for them. Mm -hmm. And I knew that the only way that they were going to have success was God Mm -hmm. because He created us. And you don't go to Walmart to get your car fixed. You go to the (laughs) car dealership, and God made us, and so He knew what we needed. Yes. Amen. So if I needed fixing... I went to the Word. And um, so it all started with me walking around my house confessing the Word every day, and my children watched me. And I can remember one time as as I was doing that when my children were little, I just had, uh, I have five children, but I just had uh, three at the time. I just had my son Josh, my daughter Hannah, and I had... Abby, and she was just a baby. And I remember I had taken that book, and I had was praying scripture, and I anointed my finger with oil, and I, I anointed my kids and began to pray scripture over them. And, you know, I had had my time with the Lord that morning, and I was cleaning house, and I went into the bedroom, and there was Hannah. She was two years old. She had her stuffed animals and her babies all out. <laughs> on the bed, and she was praying over each one of them. She had her Bible out, which she can't read, Mm. but she had it open, and she was praying over her babies. And the Lord taught me the power of example. Yes. And then he reminded me of when I was a child, and I watched my mother pray the word. And he told me, what you're doing is generational. Amen. And so then... I had another incident when the kids were little, and I just had three babies at that time. And um, we had a tornado that came through, and we lived in Ardmore at the time. And me and the three children were under a mattress in the hallway, and my son spoke out of his mouth, Nahum 1-7, that, that the Lord would be our protector. And the the tornado literally was headed for our house and wow. supernaturally picked up mm. 
and jumped over the road and missed us. And I thought, God, your word is so real. (laughs) It's even real in a young child's heart and in their mouth. It is so powerful. And so um, when we began to, we lived in Ardmore when we first began to drive our children to Durant, to Victory Life Academy, because our heart was we wanted them in a school that they would get the Word of God. Um, The number one importance for us for education was that they would know who they were spiritually. And then secondly, that they would develop their their minds intelligently. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always just been the number one thing. God says, if you seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all things will be added unto you. And I thought, you know, Lord, Your Word says if we ask for wisdom, You give it to us freely and generously. And so, Lord... I know that if my children will seek you, if I can put them in an environment that will put you first, mm-hmm. then they will seek you with all their heart and you'll all the other things will be added to them. Yes. And you will give them the success they need for life. Proverbs talks about the spirit of wisdom and and just yielding and I know it's the Holy Spirit. So my heart as a mother was to teach my children how to have a relationship with the Lord. Well, one way I could do that is I had to lead by example. So right. that caused me to press into the things of God because I wanted to teach my children those things. Okay, so to get to the morning prayer, <laughs> saying all that, to get to the morning prayer, um, as I began to drive my children to school every day, I realized it was a long ride, and I'm saying my scriptures, and the Lord said, why aren't you teaching these to your children? Mm, and that's good. Yeah, and so as I'm on my way driving, speaking the Word of God out of my mouth, I look back and my children are all fighting and, you know, <laughs> arguing and throwing things and everything else because we have a long drive. It's about 30 minutes. And I just begin to speak the word of God over the situation. And the Lord said, why don't you teach them to speak the word out of their mouth? You know, you're learning to speak to those things that are not as if they are. Teach them that. Right. So I, love that. I begin as they were very small, begin to say, okay, I want you, we're going to put on the full armor of God today. And so the Lord, um, you know, I taught them about the full armor of God. And then I taught them about Psalms 91, about how the Lord is our protector and he gives his Mm -hmm. angels charge over us. And then we would speak the scripture. And as I dug deeper and deeper, the Lord began to give me specific prayers to specific scripture to teach the kids every day. And that's where the morning prayer came in. Wow. Yeah. Is and and you know, it's really significant in the fact that just even this morning, as I was looking over that morning prayer, I just see how God so orchestrated that in their lives. Mm-hmm. And and I never, ever saw, you know, this being adopted by our school or, or you know, being adopted into other countries. Right. I yes. mean, it's just so amazing. And all glory goes to the Lord because Amen. all I did was, was be obedient. Exactly. And, you know, it's not my prayer. It's God's prayer. Yes. You know, it's, it's the, the Word Lord's, of God. It is the Word yes. of God, and it's the Lord's prayer yes. for His people. But I would like to kind of tell you a little bit of how um, 
the Lord broke down the prayer Absolutely. for me. Sure. Um, am I missing anything? I know that is questions? all incredible. I think a couple of things that stand out to me is is the verse where Paul says, "Follow me as I follow Christ," and yes. that's exactly what you were modeling for your children as yes. you learned to follow Christ. You just modeled that in front of them so that they could follow you. Right. And um, another thing I think is awesome is just your mention of praying that over them on that car ride. Yes. That could have been um, dead time. Yes. Uh, you know, yes. it could have been used for anything. Like, obviously, you said right. they were fussing with each other mm-hmm. and things like that. And those kind of things are typical on a family ride, but you turned that into something that was positive. And I love that you grabbed those moments yes. and made them count. Be intentional. Yes, be As a intentional. Parent, be intentional. And I know it's so hard. It's so hard with life, you know, because life happens. Yeah. But, you know, if you'll ask the Holy yes. Spirit for help, yeah. he will. He will give you those moments. And yes. as you're faithful over little, God will make you ruler over much. Amen. And and that's what he showed me in just trying to teach one scripture and then yes. you know, and then it ended up being a, a big long prayer. But but I I, I do want to say that I knew that in my own strength I could not be that example for my kids. So it kept me humble. Right. You know, it kept me humble because every day, you know, Hebrews 4 talks about going boldly before the throne of grace and receiving mercy because we need help in time of need. And if I could speak to to mothers or even to young fathers, you know, fathers, you know, we need that help on how to, to portray because we are a physical picture to them of a spiritual God. Mm-hmm. You know, as little children, mm-hmm. there we're more real to them yes. than anything. And so they need to see the love of God flow through our life. And it makes them hungry to know him. Sure. You know, you want to keep them hungry so you keep yourself hungry. Yes. You know, and and the beautiful thing about the word of God is is the more you eat, the more hungry you are. That's and so right. it keeps you in it. And it's just the opposite of the world. Yes. You know. And yeah. I love 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 that. Yes. What you're saying about uh, as parents needing the help of the Holy Spirit. Yes. It just reminds me of the scripture of not by might or not by power. But by my because spirit. in my own strength and power, I will fall short every mm-hmm. time. Every day. But by the Spirit. And and if if we live that way, we give Him a, a vessel or an opportunity to flow through us. And if we're carrying His Word, that is going to flow through us by His Spirit. Yes. Yeah, you know, the the, the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us mm-hmm. into all truth. Yes. And He will even show us things to come. And, you know, that's a whole nother podcast as well. Even in raising my kids as teenagers, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me and show me. Mm-hmm. I knew when my kids were in trouble. I knew if they were doing something. You know, you can ask them. It's well, Tons of funny stories there as well, you know, but even, even getting, he'll tell you when to pray yes, and how to pray yes, and what to pray, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just so important. Um, 
to go to to start out with the morning prayer, um, the first thing the Lord told me to do was to inspire my children's imagination and teach them to picture themselves wearing the armor of God. Actually putting it on just like we put our clothes on, putting on the armor of God and wearing it and knowing and focusing on what they have on. I love that because yes. kids are so imaginative yes. anyway, and that just plays yes. right into that right. gives them a picture of the literal right. putting on the armor. Right, and so see themselves mm-hmm. that they're in a battle. Mm-hmm. You know, they're little, but they're in mm-hmm. a battle. We're in a war. We right. have a helmet. Yes. We have a sword. We have a shield. We have our feet are shod with peace. Yes. You know, um, and and so that's where he led me first was to teach them about putting on the full armor of God. Um, the belt of truth. Oh my gosh. There's so much power in just teaching your children the power of the truth. Yes. And the belt, you know, it's yes. worn around the waist. That's mm-hmm. a vital part, you know, of your body is mm-hmm. the very middle. And it's like that's the truth of God's Word in your heart, just protecting you because yes. the truth will set you free. Amen. You know. Yes. Um, and then the second, the second paragraph of uh, the morning prayer is... So it, it means so much to me, and I've seen I've seen this so play out in my children's lives, and in now in my grandchildren's lives. Um, it is Psalms one one through three. We walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But our delight is in the law of the Lord, and in His law we meditate day and night. What the Lord showed me about that was that is how I would teach my children to stand in a culture of the world. Because it says, they declare that they will not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. They're not going to stand in the path of sinners. So, you know, the Bible says that um, evil communication corrupts good manner. So you if you put this in their heart, they're going to naturally, with it being in their spirit, they'll naturally walk away from bad things mm. that will cause them to make bad choices. Yes. And so when they declare this out of their mouth, it, it's like a shield around them against Amen. the world's culture. Yes. I love that because so many times you will hear parents say, oh, I wish my kids came with a step-by-step guide about what to do. Right. Well, you're unfolding yes. the guide right here in the Word Speaking of God. Speaking this Word. Yes. Yes. And, and I actually have in my home, I have uh, pictures of my 16 grandchildren, and above it, is this scripture, and it's because this is a scripture that God gave me for my family mm. and for my legacy. Mm, and it's beautiful. that we're not going to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. We're not going to stand in the path of sinners, and we're not going to sit in the seat of scoffers. Mm-hmm. And what is a scoffer? A scoffer is someone that walks in disrespect. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I want my children to learn 
to give honor. Yes. Because that's how they'll receive honor. Mm -hmm. When you give honor, when you honor those in authority over you, you know, it talks about in Ephesians about, you know, how we are to honor even, even those that, those employers that might not be righteous, Mm -hmm. you know, so you want them to learn even young, you know, that maybe your teacher makes a decision that doesn't look right to you, Mm -hmm. but you still so honor. Mm -hmm. You don't join in with the kids that scoff, that are scornful, that are dishonoring. Mm -hmm. And that's so good. Yes. Yes. But what, what is, but our delight is in the law of the Lord. And in His law, we meditate day and night. The law of the Lord is our delight is in the Word of God. Yes. And in His Word, we meditate day and night. And so that was my prayer for my children. Um, And then from there, I would have them quote Deuteronomy about we're the head and not the tail. We're above. We're not underneath. So that any words that came against them, and you know, nowadays... You know, I try to teach my ch- my grandchildren, and I tr- I taught my kids this. Our thought, not every thought that comes into our head is ours, right? You know, and as as they put the word of God in their heart, when they get a thought, they test it. Does this word line up with what God says about me? Yes. If it doesn't, then it's not of the Lord. That is so good and so practical yes. and takes the guessing out of it. Out of There's it. no gray there that's right. That's why they specific, need yes. to learn to meditate on the word yes. so that they can take the word mm-hmm. and say, okay, this is my test. If it lines up with this, because you know, the Bible says we cast down every, every vain, vain imag- yes. imagination yeah. and every lofty thing that exalts itself against mm. the word of God. And we bring mm. every thought captive. Well, this is how they learn to bring those thoughts captive. And as when my kids were little, I used to would tell them, okay, take a rope in your imagination and lasso that thought <laughs> and kick it out. Yeah. You know, I would try to teach them to use mm-hmm. their imagination mm-hmm. because our imagination is where the Lord speaks to us. Mm-hmm. But if it's a negative imagination, it's not from God. Exactly. You know? Yes. And um, that's where our children learn to dream. Mm-hmm. That's where they learn to dream. Um, and then I I always drew from Proverbs, and it says, Lord, we thank you that your wisdom is upon us today. And then during um, the, during the time that, that the school asked me to write this prayer, the prayer of Jabez was very strong, and it was basically talking, uh, if I remember, because I read the book, um, it was just a short book, and it was called right. The Prayer of Jabez, but yes. it was talking about, you know, expand our territory, mm-hmm. which to me meant expand our influence. Influence, yes. You know, and to me, it was like, Lord, bless me indeed, enlarge my territory, mm-hmm. put your hand of favor upon me, mm-hmm. and keep me far from evil. And there was so much power in the breakdown of that book, and so that I wanted to insert that into the prayer that they would be influential, and that the Lord would keep them far from evil, and that His hand would be upon them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think even that point that you're making right there just shows you how scripture is consistent and how it repeats itself because uh, you just were quoting from Psalms 1 about um, not 
walking in the counsel of the ungodly or standing in the path of sinners. And then in the prayer of Jabez, again, it says, keep me far from evil. So it just shows the consistency of the word as you put those scriptures together. I love that. Yes, yes, yes. And then, you know, um, paragraph three is the Lord's Prayer. And uh, I had heard years ago a teaching on prayer because prayers just after I picked up that book, it just became a passion for me. And I had heard a teaching on prayer and I had heard a teaching on the Lord's prayer. And, um, it was basically Jesus teaching his disciples how to pray. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I didn't really know. I didn't really dig deep into this. I just wanted my children to know how to pray. And so, My motive in putting that in their morning prayer was that, God, I just believe that as Jesus said, taught his disciples, that as I put this word in them, they will learn Mm -hmm. how to pray. And so that was my heart's desire in that. And it is a beautiful prayer because it talks about, you know, giving and and receiving and forgiving and just giving glory to God. I mean, there you could you could break down the Lord's prayer just like in breaking down this morning prayer. I mean, we could we could go a long ways with that. Um I also have in the third paragraph, we are givers and we are tithers. And I wanted my children to learn how to be cheerful givers because as Christians, that's what we're called to do. That's right. Is we're called to be givers. Right. It's not about us. Mm -hmm. And I wanted any selfishness that we would have tendency to go towards to just have to bow at the word of God. Amen. And so I prayed that Father, you know, give us heart of a giver. Yes. Let us be cheerful givers. You know, and 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 I put and we're tithers. And I feel like that sometimes people that don't understand the principle of tithing in Malachi that if you begin to speak, you know, say you have a hard time being a tither. But if you begin to speak over yourself that you're a tither, then you begin to get a desire to tithe. Yes. And and as you speak that, those promises over you. So even as my children were little, I wanted them to learn I'm a giver and I'm a tither. I'm yes. a cheerful giver. Yes. And and so I wanted them to know that because I feel like that, you know, tithing that brings a protection as well. The Bible yes. says that He will open the windows of heaven over us yes. and pour out a blessing mm-hmm. upon us so much that we can't contain it all. I think I think of my times when I have been at the school and watched the kids, that's probably my favorite line right there to hear them say because especially the younger ones, when they get to cheerful, they're, they're always so exuberant. Um, we are cheerful givers, yes. and just the grins on their face. Yes. And, but it just it just puts action yes. to the words. And yes. you're right; that opens up their heart. Yes, opens yes. up our heart and creates that hunger to be that. Yes, yes. That's, we're confessing with our mouth. That's what we are. Right. It opens the way for us to be that. Right, right, yeah. right. And what does it do? It guards our heart from, you know, um, in Matthew, the parable of the sower, where it talks about, um, you know, the deceitfulness of riches mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the lust for other things or or the pride of life or just the cares of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, being a giver, it 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 
frees us yes. from the deceitfulness of riches. Yes. You know, because yes. you can't serve God and mammon. That's right. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The Lord desires to prosper us. Sure. But it's to prosper us so that we can have more than enough to give. Yes. You know? Yes. And that's in, in First uh, Corinthians 10. Uh, okay, so... Whatever we put our hand to prospers, and we walk in God's love. That's still in the in the uh, in the third paragraph, mm-hmm. and just walking in God's love, you know that's that's the whole purpose of all of it. Mm-hmm. Because when we walk in God's love, that is Jesus coming through us. Because we can't love nobody, <laughs> <laughs> right? We can't love anybody, I should say. <laughs> but you know, we really can't. We have no yeah. power inside of us to love, right. unless we know the Lord. We mm-hmm. don't know love, mm-hmm. and we can't give away something that we don't have. True, you know. So if you can't love somebody, it's because you don't have what it takes. You're leaning on your own strength. Yes, that's where we have to go back boldly to the throne of grace and receive mercy. Then in paragraph four, we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, which is Psalms 91. And I love that because um, the Lord covers so much in Psalms 91. And not only does he cover that he's our covering and that no enemy can withstand against us and any weapon that's formed against us won't will not prosper, but it's also no accident will overtake us. Mm -hmm. Speak that over your life for all those accident-prone children. You know, it's like, (laughs) speak, no accident will overtake me. Right. Um, No plague or calamity shall come near my dwelling. That is such a good scripture. Even, you know, when this all came about, coronavirus wasn't even here. Yeah. But now, look. How appropriate. How appropriate that is. Yes. Um, And, you know, I, I taught my kids, people will disappoint you because we're people. Right. But the Lord will never disappoint. Right. He will never disappoint. And yes. if you think that God is the one that has disappointed you, I would say to you, reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Because He's good and He's yes. perfect. Yes. So reevaluate. Reevaluate if you have disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know it's something that we've taken, mm-hmm. and and it's something we need to lay at the feet of Jesus. Yes, because there's been many of us. I mean, I don't think there's a person alive that hasn't experienced a disappointment. Right, and and I wanted to teach my children young because the Bible talks about that offense will steal the word of God yes. out of our heart. And sometimes we get disappointed with people, mm-hmm. and that's offense. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we also get offended at God, right? And we get disappointed, right? Because we didn't, He didn't do what we thought. Yes, He should do. Yeah. And if we'll lay that at His feet, He'll heal that, and then He'll take Amen. us to deeper places. Amen. And I wanted my children to understand that offense is a it's a it's a deadly thing. It robs the word out of your heart, mm-hmm. and you cannot mm-hmm. allow it to stay. Yes. And and I have to say, I have not arrived. <laughs> 
I'm dying daily. None of us have, yeah, right? yes. I'm dying daily. Yeah. So you know, I say this, and this is the revelation that God gave me. But I, mm-hmm. I speak it over myself every day, over right. my family, over my children. Yes. I still pray this every day. We're not immune. We're not immune. But you know, and, and so, so. I just I wanted them to know that every tongue that rises against us in judgment shall be proven wrong. Mm-hmm. And the Lord showed me that if it if the judgment is a false judgment, the Lord is our vindicator. Right. The Lord is our vindicator. Yes. And that's what this says. Yes. He's our fortress and he's our strength. He is our very present help in trouble. Mm-hmm. In all trouble, mm-hmm. God is our very present help. Amen. So good. I'm getting excited. It is oh. good. It is good. Any one of these lines just holds so much power. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at a whole page. Yes. But any line, in which I, I just want to tell our listeners, too, that at the bottom of this podcast, you'll see a link where you can download this prayer so that you can read through the entire thing at once, you may want to uh, incorporate it in your own family's prayer time, in your teaching of your children, for your own personal life, or in your marriage. Um, it, so that'll be available. We're talking about different pieces and parts of it. You'll be able to have that at your own disposal to, to use the way that you want to. So, And I really encourage you to do that. Yes. Um, I, I actually don't encourage you, I challenge you. Amen. I challenge you, you yes. to pick that up yeah. and begin to pray it. Amen. And I want you to watch and see what God does. Yes. Because He watches over His Word to perform it. The Bible says He watches Amen. over His Word to perform it. Yes. And it also says that He will do what He says He will do. Yes. And I, I just, I promise you, you will see the fruit in your life. And, you yes. know, even just, it's been 20-something years since this prayer was released. <laughs> yeah. And it's just wild to me. You know, I never, I just yeah. was obedient and, and did what God told me to do over my own children. And now today, somebody's asking me about it, you yeah, know. And I love I, that. And I love that I yes. even have the opportunity to share my heart yeah. behind it. Because I just, it makes me stand in awe of the Lord, yes. of what He's done in it my shows life. His and faithfulness. His faithfulness yes. to His Word. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so the very, the very last paragraph, it says, Lord, we thank you that you give your angels charge over us today. We yield to the Spirit of God today. Now, in the very first sentence, it says, Lord, we thank you that you give your angels charge over us today. In that, in Psalms 103, it says, bless the Lord, you, his mighty angels, yes. for you watch over mm-hmm. God's word to perform it. So, you know, I wanted to sum up that not only have we prayed all these beautiful things, but we're also declaring faith in our heart that God's angels take charge over us yes. and they take charge over the words yes. that come out of our mouth. Yes. And so they're watching over his word to perform it in our life. And every child that is praying this prayer every day, whether they realize it or not, God's word is true and it doesn't go out void. Amen. 
it will accomplish Amen. what it's sent to accomplish. Yes, it certainly will. I have my Bible open to that exact scripture from Isaiah 55, and it, it says exactly, my word that goes out from my mouth will not return to me empty. I love it. So that challenge that you issued is is just give God a chance to yes. show you what yes. He can do because those words are not empty. Uh, but it will accomplish what I desire and will achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So he doesn't say it might, but it will. Right. It right. will happen. It will happen. Yes. And God is God. Yes. He doesn't lie. Right. He's not a man. He doesn't lie. Right. So it will happen. Yes. Um, then, then in the last paragraph, I go on about um, declaring the fruits of the Spirit mm-hmm. over my children. Um, I... I personally believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I believe that this is the fruit that you will see in your life mm-hmm. when you exercise, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes, um, because the Bible says that. Yes, He, the Spirit of Truth, will guide you into all truth, but it also says that you'll be that power will come upon you. Right. And I believe that that's where we receive the power to walk this life out. Yes. And when you meet the Spirit with the Word, it just births life. <laughs> yes. It just births life. Yes. And um, so we love the Lord our God. We walk in all His ways. We keep His commandments. We serve Him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We love our neighbor as ourself. And I think that's really important. I, I notice it isn't in here, but that was... Yeah, that's super important. Yes, in fact, I'm going to add it because it should be in it there. Should be. That's that's right. It <laughs> because be. we serve Him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we love our neighbor as ourselves. Yes, um, we commit our lives and our plans to Him, and He establishes us, mm-hmm. and that's scriptural. Every every one of these is scripture. Yes, and it also has the scripture references. And then it says at the bottom, and everyone agrees. And I think that's, and then the children say, amen. Well, amen means so be it. Yes. So this is a declaration. Really and truly, children are declaring this over their lives every day. And I mean, I wrote this this prayer years ago. I actually didn't even write it. To be honest with you, I memorized it and taught it to my children to memorize, as as we said, as we're on our way to school every day, we just begin to quote it. And um, how, how it actually came to the school was my husband was an administrator, but we also had um, another administrator in the school whose daughter spent the night with us. And we were praying our prayer every morning, and she loved it, and she began to learn it because she would stay with us a lot. And so she began to, and one day she was saying it to her mom, and her mom was like, where did you get that? (laughs) And she said, well, the Needhams say it every day on the way to school. And so she came to me, and she was working on the curriculum for the school, and she asked me, would you write this out? And so... I wrote it out and gave it to her. I had no idea That's so what awesome. would happen with it. Right. But um, I was talking to my daughter Elizabeth this morning about 
you know, that you had asked me to come talk about the prayer. And she goes, Mom, it's so funny that you say that. She goes, I want to share a funny story with you. She said, um, my son Liam came to me last night, and he was just kind of having some issues. And, and I told him, I said, Liam, you have God's Word in your heart. And, and she said, and I just began to pray, say the school prayer. And he looked at me and goes, <laughs> how do you know my school prayer? And she I said, well, it. let me just tell you something. <laughs> when I was a little girl, I sat in the back seat of our car, <laughs> grumbling and complaining, saying this prayer the whole time. <laughs> she said I would say it and grumble and say it and it. grumble. And she said, but there was a time in my life when God brought it back to me. Yeah. And she said I was able to draw it out of my heart. Yes. And she said, Liam, don't wait. Don't wait till you're older. Draw it out of your heart right now. Yes. And I just thought that was beautiful. And I was like, God, that's so good. Yes. That's so exceedingly abundantly. You know, all I could think was I just wanted this for my children. And yes, I'd be happy to share it. But I never realized that God has so much more, 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 more than we can imagine or think. That's exactly what an example of what you mean when you said at the beginning that it's it is generational, and you are seeing that yes. in your own family. And I think of the many families who have probably gone different ways as kids have graduated and moved on to other places. They've carried that word that was hidden in their heart with them, and it's still there for them to draw on as well. And I think that was one of the neatest things that I experienced in May when we went to, we had the opportunity to go on a mission trip to Uganda and met a group of kids there that asked, could I say our prayer for you? And I said, yes. And they started. And I realized that's the morning prayer that We've prayed all these years. And so here I am halfway around the world talking to some kids I've never seen before. This is my first introduction to them. And they're saying the same prayer, the same scriptures. And it just showed me the power of we don't know where what we're being obedient in today is going to lead to tomorrow and in years to come. That's just the faithfulness of God. Yes. When Debbie sent me, she originally had sent me, or maybe Paige, I'm not sure. Okay. Someone sent me the video. Yeah. I just cried. Yes. I cried because (laughs) it was like, God, you're so amazing. Yeah. He's so amazing. Yes. Um, I don't even know how who gave the children. Was it was it you, Paige? Gave the children the prayer. So I thought that was so sweet. But they hadn't had it a long time because we were very newly acquainted with that group at all. And so they had not had it maybe a month. Wow. And by the time we got there, they weren't preparing it for us because they didn't know we were coming. (laughs) Oh, that's so precious. So they had just put it to memory themselves uh, in their daily practices, and they wanted to share it with us, so not knowing the background that it had in, in my own personal so life, precious. as I heard those words come from 
these African children. Oh, so, so precious. It's just the goodness See, of God. Crying. Yeah. <laughs> so precious. Yes. It's just beautiful. Yeah. You know, I I had I shared earlier and I won't go into it, but I, I had a terrible experience um right out of high school going mm. into college. And um one thing that I knew that I wanted my children to have was the Word of God to draw mm, us from. Yes. And I didn't have that. Okay. And and I, if I would have had that, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have made some of the decisions that I made. Um, I don't think I would have had to go down such a rough road yeah. if yeah. I would have really had that in my heart to draw from. Yes. And so one of the things was, what can I give my children to help them not make yes. the same mistakes yes. that I made. And isn't that every parent's yes. prayer? Yes. What, yes. It's like, you know, and so that is what the Holy Spirit told me. Mm-hmm. Give them my word. Yes. Give them my word. Yes. And um, No better equipping. No, no. no if equipping. I could uh, just put a plug in for, for um, prayer... You know, if you don't know how to pray, pick up a book that has prayers in it. Mm-hmm. And my my yeah. uh, my suggestion and what the Holy Spirit led me to was scriptures, just yes. scripture prayers. Yeah. There are so many wonderful resources out there. Um, Power of a Praying Wife, Power of a Praying Mother, Power of a Praying Grandmother, yep. <laughs> Stormy o. Martin, oh, I think, <laughs> is her name. And then... then uh, all the prayers that avail much. There's prayers yes. that avail much for grandchildren. Yes. I have that book. I pray over my grandchildren every day. Yes. I do not cease in praying. But I was going to ask you, could you read that scripture again in Isaiah? Absolutely. And read just a little further down. Absolutely. Yes. yes. I love that whole passage. Okay, this is Isaiah 55. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. That is so beautiful. I love that scripture. I love that scripture. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, just a great promise. Beautiful. Of the fulfillment. That's what the fulfillment of His Word looks like. Right. Yes. 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 So I do not know if there's anything else I could share except for I, you know, did write down some scriptures. James 5.16, the fervent prayer of a righteous man avail much. If, If I could do anything, I would want to stir people in prayer. Because Amen. that's where I, as a mother, yeah. built my relationship yeah. with the Lord. Yeah. And God would give me wisdom mm-hmm. with my children, and I would sound so smart. But <laughs> I would know that's not me. That's yeah. God in me. Yeah. And, you know, I mm. I began to, as I exercised this more, I began mm. to operate in mm-hmm. more discernment. And so I could even discern... Yes situations they were in mm-hmm. if they were healthy or unhealthy mm-hmm. and with my children god showed me that as a mother a mother is um 
nourishing and cherishing and and more of the, you know, just the loving type. The dad's more the, you know, disciplinary, mm -hmm. which not always the case. <laughs> but, you know, as a part of a role as a mother, because I felt like my husband worked a lot, so I had to be both sides sometimes. Yes. Uh, he was an awesome yeah. father. He yeah. still is an awesome dad, and yeah. he's an awesome grandfather. Yes, he is. Yes. But um, I know that teaching my children how to trust mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and to not overreact mm -hmm. when they did do wrong things, mm -hmm. just to love them yes. through it, yes. just to love them through it, not so overreact. It builds yeah. a relationship with them. Yes. Because, you know, whenever I would go before the throne of grace, yes. God never overreacted with mm -hmm. me. He never overreacted yeah. with me. He never shamed me. Yeah. He just loved me. Amen. And put his arm around me and said, we'll get through this. Yeah. And that is something the Lord told me yes. to do with my children. Now, I love that. if you got my kids on the microphone, <laughs> you know, they're going to tell you, mom messed up a few times. Well, even if they wouldn't do that, I'll tell you, mom messed up a few times. We all do. Yeah. We all but do. It's okay to tell your kids you're sorry. Sure it is. It's sure. okay. It's okay sure. to say, I'm sorry. It doesn't mean you're weak. Right. It just means you're humble. Right. Yes. Yeah. And they There's need, yeah. And they need to see yeah. Yeah. a humble heart. And then when they become parents, they come back to you and go, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it's, looks different then. Yes, yeah, it does. Things start to it look does. different. Yeah. I am so blessed that you let me come. <laughs> oh, I think all this has been so rich. I Just in closing out, I would just want to ask you if you'll end this podcast with a prayer, like you just said, for that hunger to arise yes. in all of us to spend yes. that time in the Word and then to speak it with our mouths and to pray it with our spirits in order to make it active and alive in our lives. The Word is active and alive, and, and we can cause that to go into action in our lives by speaking it ourselves. So if you would pray us out in yes, that way, yes. it would be wonderful. I do want to share a couple of scriptures real quick, and then I okay. will. I'm a talker, Absolutely. so sorry. Um Ephesians 1 17 and I love I y'all probably already know the scripture but I love the passion translation oh, and too. and um Ephesians 1 17 and I go into 18 and 19 too um but it says I pray that the father of glory the God of our Lord Jesus Christ would impart to you the riches of of the spirit of wisdom mm -hmm. and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God would illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power mm. made available to you through faith. Amen. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. And Advertisement. That, yeah. I love that. Isn't that mm -hmm. what it's about? Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's pray. All right. Let's pray. 
Father, we come boldly before your throne of grace, and we do receive mercy. We receive your mercy that brings us help in time of need. Lord, I lift up all families, all mothers, all fathers, even even young people, Father, that are listening to this podcast. And I pray in the name of Jesus that your word will not go out void, but Mm. that it will accomplish Mm. what you've sent it to accomplish. I pray that it would go into the hearts of your people today and it would come alive. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would just bring life to that word and, and that it would become a reality. Lord, I thank you. I just thank you for your word. I thank you that it is life-changing, transforming. It is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And it penetrates. It penetrates our souls and our spirits. And, And Lord, it just shows us the intents of our heart. And God, I just, I speak a blessing on this ministry Entourage, Lord, I speak a blessing on these ladies as they've allowed me to come and share. And I speak a blessing on every ear that is listening. Mm. And I pray that they would not be the same. Father, that this word would take root in their heart and it would bring forth a great harvest. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So welcome. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 